And this goes out to every outcast To the just don't quite fit in Every wrong way, runaway rebel So ashamed of where you've been This goes out to every searcher Trying to fill that empty space Well, your searching days are over now Everything's about to change Come and join the Jesus people. This is where your heart belongs. Can y'all hear me today? I know you got my music, but let's see if you can hear me. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I, I messed with this thing yesterday and, and kept on with it. I've discovered that it's Podbean. Um, good morning, everyone. And uh, thank you all for the prayers and, and well wishes. I appreciate it. Uh, if I didn't get to say hey to you in the chat, hi. Good morning. Um, but yes, I went through yesterday with this thing and I recorded onto the, the roadcaster. I recorded on through Podbean at the same time. And when I was doing the playback, everything works on the roadcaster on the SD card, YouTube playing from the Mac, playing from my phone, everything is working. But when I would listen to Podbean, it's not working. So it's something with Podbean, but at least I've got that figured out now. Um, and I'm not even moving the thing. I wouldn't even move it yesterday. I was like, okay, I got it set. It's ready. Going to leave it alone. Sometimes we just got to leave things alone and let them be. And they work themselves out. And this was one of them. But guys, it's Thursday, April the 20th in the year of our Lord, 2023. It's Sister on Scripture. And I'm glad to be back on with you guys. I missed you Monday. And after all the trying that we could do, it just wasn't working out. And I guess Father said that I needed to be silent. So that's what happened. But today we're going to pick back up. The last that we left off, we read um, Jeremiah. And I got that posted finally. I'm sorry, it took me a while. Um, Podbean is going to be doing maintenance, I noticed today too. So 
or not today, but I noticed the the message today where Podbean has got maintenance going on from 11 o'clock Eastern time tonight to 4 a.m. tomorrow morning. So um, I'm going to send this over to Scott and Duncan so that way they know and let Conley know. But um, anybody that you know, guys, um, that's on here doing shows, just um, kind of beware because Podbean has been all messed up. Hopefully this fixes things. Um, we'll find out Monday. Monday seems to be the day that things go awry on here, so we'll see. Um, but I did figure out some new settings on this, and hopefully my sound's coming through better on the mic and all the background noise isn't. Tam's giving me a thumbs up, so it looks like it, and that's good. So we're going to dive on into Jeremiah 15. And the heading on this one, and I'm reading from the NASB 1995 edition. Um, no, not 1995, 1977 edition. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, my founder's Bible's the 1995. This one's the 19, uh, 1977. So it's judgment must come. Then the Lord said to me, even though Moses and Samuel were to stand before me, my heart would not be with this people. Send them away from my presence and let them go. And it shall be that when they say to you, where should we go? Then you are to tell them, thus says the Lord. Those destined for death to death and those destined for the sword to the sword and those destined for famine to famine and those de destined to ca for captivity to captivity. And I shall appoint over them four kinds of doom declares the Lord, the sword to slay, the dogs to drag off, and the birds of the sky and the beast of the earth to devour and destroy. And I shall make them an object of horror among all the kingdoms of the earth because of Manasseh, the son of Hezekiah, the king of Judah, for what he did in Jerusalem. Indeed, who will have pity on you, O Jerusalem, or who will mourn for you? Or who will turn aside to ask about your welfare? You, you who have forsaken me, declares the Lord, you keep going backward, so I will stretch out my hand against you and destroy you. I am tired of relenting. And I will winnow them with a winnowing fork at the gates of the land. I will bereave them of children. I will destroy my people. They did not repent of their ways. Their widows will be more numerous before me than the sand of the seas. I will bring against them, against the mother of a young man, a destroyer at noonday. I will suddenly bring down on her anguish and dismay. She who bore seven sons pines away. Her breathing is labored. Her son has set while it was yet day. She has been shamed and humiliated, so I shall give over their survivors to the sword before their enemies, declares the Lord. Woe to me, my mother, that you have borne me as a man of strife and a man of contention to all the land. I have neither lent nor have lent money to me or have men lent money to me, yet everyone curses me. The Lord said, surely I will set you free for purposes of good. Surely I will cause the enemy to make supplication to you in a time of disaster and in a time of distress. Can anyone smash iron, iron from the north or bronze? Your wealth and your treasures I will give for booty without cost, even for all your sins and within all your borders. Then I will cause your enemies to bring it into a land you do not know. For a fire has been kindled in my anger, it will burn upon you. Thou who knowest, O Lord, remember me, take notice of me, and take vengeance for me on my persecutors. Do not, in view of thy patience, take me away. Know that for thy sake I endure reproach. Thy words were found, and I ate them, and thy words became for me a joy and the delight of my heart. 
And that's kind of like when um, Jesus says that, you know, man can't live on bread alone. You know, Jeremiah is saying, you know, I, I was consuming the word, uh, which is good for the soul. You know, it's, he ate the words of the Lord and, and practiced those. And that's why it's so important that we take time to devote to the Lord in prayer and worship in reading the Bible, um, because that, that sharpens us against outside enemies that seek to do us harm. And even our own thoughts, you know, our thoughts that can be manipulated so easily if we're not wearing our armor. If we're not continually going over Psalm 91 and we're not constantly going over what, you know, what the word is telling us. So that way we have that discernment. I'm going to start that over again. Thou who knowest, O Lord, remember me, take notice of me. And take vengeance for me on my persecutors. Do not in view of thy patience take me away. Know that for thy sake I endure reproach. Thy words were found, and I ate them. And thy words became for me a joy and the delight of my heart. For I have been called by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. I did not sit in the circle of merrymakers, nor did I exult. Because of thy hand upon me I sat alone. For thou didst fill me with indignation. Why has my pain been perpetual and my wound incurable, refusing to be healed? Wilt thou indeed be to me like a deceptive stream with water that is unreliable? Therefore, thus says the Lord, if you return, then I will restore you. Before me, you will stand. And if you extract the precious from the worthless, you will become my spokesman. They, for their part, may turn to you, but for, but as for you, you must not turn to them. Then I will make you to this people a fortified wall of bronze. And though they fight against you, they will not prevail over you, for I am with you to save you and deliver you, declares the Lord. So I will deliver you from the hand of the wicked, and I will redeem you from the grasp of the violent. Jeremiah 16. The word of the Lord also came to me, saying, You shall not take a wife for yourself, nor have sons or daughters in this place. And I had a note on that I was going to read from Ezekiel. Okay, here it is. I'm sorry. There's a note that says, Being a prophet often greatly affected these servants' personal family life. And it wasn't just with Jeremiah. It happened multiple times. God could use such simple functions as the naming of a child to carry out his purpose. For Hosea, um, and this is where it's coming from out of Ezekiel, is talking about Hosea. There was a need for him, a need to have him take a wife of harlotry um, in Hosea 1-2. But for Jeremiah, it was best that he not marry at all, which is what we just read in Jeremiah 16-2. For Ezekiel, Ezekiel's case, he was forbidden to mourn the death of, the death of his wife publicly as a sign to his fellow captives in Babylon that when they would get word shortly that Jerusalem had fallen, they were not to show public anguish. So there was different times that the Lord allowed wives from different parts and even not at all and with different um, instances. Jeremiah 16, 3. For thus says the Lord concerning the sons and daughters born in this place, and concerning their mothers who bear them and their fathers who beget them in this land. They will die of deadly diseases. They will not be lamented or buried. 
They will be as dung on the surface of the ground and come to an end by sword and famine, and their carcasses will become food for the birds of the sky and for the birds, the beasts of the earth. For thus says the Lord, do not enter a house of mourning or go to lament or to console them. For I have withdrawn my peace from this people, declares the Lord, my loving kindness and compassion. You know, or previously on one of the other episodes that we were discussing earlier in Jeremiah about praying and how the Lord didn't want Jeremiah to seek prayer with him for the people because he had turned his back. He was done. Um, but here God is, God is, you know, allowing Jeremiah to, to disciple to them and to teach them and try to save them. Um, but he's not to go comfort them and console them when the death and the famine and everything else happens. He's not to go and, and comfort them. He's to stay apart from them and to be separate from them. And that to, to me, and I think to many people, it's a hard thing to, to not only fathom, but to practice, um, because our flesh wants to most of us generally want to do good. We generally want to to help others if we see someone in distress. Um, and that's I'm not saying that's a bad thing. That's what we should do. Um, but God's telling him, you know, you still got to keep some separation here. You can't kind of goes back to you are who you hang around. You are what you eat. You know, there's several different phrases, things. Even if you're not doing the things of the people that you're associated with, you're going to be changed. You're going to be opening your mind to deception, manipulation. And not only that, you know, there's times where people will just say, that's what you're doing. But like even when Jesus went into the red quarter and was, you know, getting the demons out of Mary... He never stayed there. He went there. He had a purpose there, but he didn't stay there. He, even the other disciples, when they would go to these places, you know, I mean, they weren't the best of people either. You know, God chooses and uses what people would think is the unlikely, the unusable. And that's exactly what Jeremiah is like. He's like, hey, you know, God, I want to go try to help these people. Let me let me go try to help them. And God's going to allow him to go help him, uh, help them because, you know, even everybody's worth saving, but you can't get so close that you can't see the trees in the forest. You know, um, you got to be able to still have some discernment and be able to keep your eyes focused on what the word says, because ultimately that's our guidance. That's, that's what we've been given as Christians to go and help others and live ourselves. It's, it's kind of a, it's a good manual on how to be a good person and live right by what God says. Um, Jeremiah 16, six, both great men and both great men and small will die in this land. They will not be buried. They will not be lamented, nor will anyone gash himself or shave his head for them. Neither will men break bread in mourning for them to comfort anyone for the dead, nor give them any cup of consolation to drink for anyone's father or mother. For thus says, moreover, you shall not go into a house of feasting to sit with them to eat and drink. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, behold, I am going to eliminate from this place before your eyes and in your time, the voice of rejoicing and the voice of gladness, the voice of the groom and the voice of the bride. Now it will come about when you will tell this people all these, all these words that they will say to you, for what reason has the Lord declared all this great calamity against us? And what is our inequity or what is our sin, which we have committed against the Lord, our God? 
Then you are to say to them, it is because your forefathers have forsaken me, declares the Lord, and have followed other gods and served them and bowed down to them. But me, they have forsaken and have not kept my law. Recall, um, you know, even at the beginning of Jeremiah, they were still worshiping the false gods. They they were um, sacrificing their children to Baal. And that's when they had the the queen who... They had the queen who was actually the goddess of that they worship, the goddess of fertility. And they they were still sacrificing to her. The women were baking breads and pastries and paying tribute to her in order to to be able to have children. Which was not the case. Um, I mean, was not what they needed to do to have children. Verse 12, you too have done evil even more than your forefathers. For behold, you are each one walking according to the stubbornness of his own evil heart without listening to me. So I will hurl you out of this land into the land which you have not known, neither you nor your fathers. And there you will serve other gods day and night, for I shall grant you no favor. Therefore, behold, days are coming, declares the Lord, when it will no longer be said, as the Lord lives, who brought up the sons of Israel out of the land of Egypt. But as the Lord lives, who brought, this, who brought up the sons of Israel from the land of the north and from all the countries where he had banished them, for I will restore them to their own land, which I gave to their fathers." Behold, I am going to send for many fishermen, declares the Lord, and they will fish for them. And afterwards, I shall send for many hunters, and they will hunt for them from every mountain and every hill and from every cleft and from the clefts of the rocks. For my eyes are on all their ways. They are not hidden from my face, nor is there an equity concealed from my eyes. And I will first doubly repay their inequity and their sin because they have polluted my land. They have filled my inheritance with the carcasses of their detestable idols and with their abominations. O oh Lord, my strength and my stronghold and my refuge in the day of distress. To thee the nations will come from the ends of the earth and say, our fathers have inherited nothing but falsehood futility and things of no profit can man make gods for himself yet they are not gods therefore behold i am going to make them know this time i will make them know my power and my might and they shall know that my name is the lord jeremiah 17 the deceitful heart The sin of Judah is written down with an iron stylus. With a diamond point, it is engraved upon the tablet of their heart and on the horns of their altars. As they remember their children, so they remember their altars and their ashram. By green trees on the high hills, O mountain of mine in the countryside, I will give over your wealth and all your treasures for your booty. Sorry, that word gets me, guys. I don't mean to be immature, but... I did it right the first time, and then the second time, it just had to get me. Your high places for sin throughout your borders, and you, and you will, even of yourself, let go of your inheritance that I gave you. And I will make you serve your enemies in the land which you do not know. For you have kindled a fire in my anger, which will burn forever. Thus says the Lord, cursed is the man who trusts in mankind and makes flesh his strength and whose heart turns away from the Lord. For he will be like a bush in the desert and will not see when prosperity comes, but will live in stony waste in the wilderness, a land of salt without inhabitant.
you know, that's something that we all have been, we've been talking about a lot. Um, with 17.5, thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in mankind and makes flesh his strength, and whose heart turns away from the Lord. How often, and this is not, I mean, this is just a question for you to think about. And, and uh, you know, we are going into the weekend. This will be my last show before the, well, tonight. Uh, but this will be the last um, sister on scripture for the week. So, um, you know, take into the weekend the thoughts of how, how sometimes we, we are acting in our flesh and our wants and needs. But Father is sitting there giving us the answer that we're not even looking at because we're so consumed with our own selves and thoughts that we miss it sometimes. Or sometimes it just is delayed. I mean, God's going to redirect us and detour us back. Um, regardless, that's what he does because we're his children and he loves us. But... I think the more that we become aware and self-aware of our fleshly ways and, and we release that and relinquish it to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, when we release that to him and, and surrender our flesh to his will, life gets a lot easier. Even though, I'm not saying it's going to be perfect. It's not. Let me tell you. It's going to probably get really gross and nasty for a bit. But, but when it gets that gross and nasty and you're walking in the quicksand, it feels like, and then you're in the swamp and, and you're sweating and you're trying and you're just, you can't seem to get out. When you don't focus on the flesh and you focus on Christ, and you have your eyes on Jesus, he's going to lift out his hand, and he's going to pull you right up out of there. No matter what, you're in. No matter what, because if he brings you to it, he will bring you through it, not us. It's venting sometimes to friends helps, and it's wonderful, and it's good to have that. But our first vent, uh, and I'm, I'm loosely using that word, should be to God. It should be to Jesus. It should be out loud to him. So he, because he knows our problems, he knows our hearts, he will fix it in the way that he wants. Now, saying he'll fix it isn't saying, oh, well, Jesus is, is the fix at ATM or the easy button. No, this isn't Staples. It ain't Burger King. You don't get it your way. You get it his way because he created us. He created each one of us the way that he wanted us, not the way we wanted to be, not the way society wants us to be, but the way that he wanted us to be. And as long as we stay in his word and not in our own flesh and our own thoughts, he'll get us through it. Um, many of you know you know, we've had a lot of things going on with my family, my husband's family. Not really my family. Well, they are my family. I don't mean it that way. But more so with my husband's family. And it's been a very good lesson in multiple ways for me. Um, in ways that I got to see what true family, Christian family is. In the love, the prayers, the reaching out, the kindness and compassion that that truly comes from the heart versus out of a place of wanting something. Many times I've had many people, and I know every one of us in this room has had it happen. There's no, there's no chance in this world that it's not happened to one of us or each of us. But being of, of a good nature and trying to live by the golden rule, do unto others as you had had them do unto you, it doesn't always happen to where people do unto you the way you treat them. And so that's a chance and an opportunity, you know, when, when people are so-called taken advantage, 
we have to be able, and this was a lesson that I was able to learn, was to take that flesh and say, you know what? They could say all that they want to say, but my Jesus loves me. And my Jesus made me this way. And if I said and did what my Jesus says in the, you know, what's in the Bible and, and what is in my heart that he puts in my, you know, in my heart, then it's okay. But we have to also learn to, to turn to him and ask him first. Don't worry about what everybody else thinks or says or or what the norm is. Because, you know, guess who went against the norm? Jesus. And who didn't? Simon. But Jesus even loved Simon so much that after he come and arose, he went to Simon his name got changed to Peter and and knew, you know, I think that's what happened. I may be a little mistaken, but I'm, I'm pretty sure Simon Peter, you know, had changed then. And that's who Jesus wanted to go see to let him know, hey, I knew you were going to do that. He even told him, get behind the get behind me, Satan, because Satan was manipulating Peter's thoughts when he said that he would not deny him. And he still didn't stand up beforehand to acknowledge. And that's the thing that Jesus had great courage and faith, and many of us do. But when it comes down to, when you get hit with, with these choices of, of the flesh and deciding, okay, do I need to go ahead and, you know, is this something Jesus wants me to do or is this something the world wants me to do? Think about that and think about, really acknowledge what is, what is our flesh motivation versus what is our God motivation, the scriptural motivation that keeps us going, that keeps us into the word. And that's why knowing the word is important. You don't have to memorize it. I can't pull up certain scriptures and tell you exactly where they come from. There's some that I do because they've really gotten me through different moments. And, and I think Jesus will lay that each on us because we're all different. He don't want us all to memorize this. He wants us to apply it. Good morning and pursuit. I like that. Our sufficiency is in Christ. Our opportunity is to be self-sufficient in him and protected from external distractions or trespasses. I, I really I like that. And I'm so glad to see you here, brother. And you too, uh, Brown. Good morning. But we, we a lot of times, myself, I mean, I'm, I'm bad to do it. Women, we do it. We got to admit it. We do it. We're emotional beings. God made us that way. And so a lot of times we do think with our flesh and we don't think with, with what Jesus would do or what Jesus did. You know, I did the one episode, what would Jesus do versus what Jesus did? What did Jesus do? And we kind of got to be Christ-like on that. And I'm going to get off my soapbox now because I've wasted enough time on that. I just... You know, that, that really kind of struck me as, as kind of the moment of, of thought for the weekend. And that's what, that's what I want to try to do is just, you know, um, help us all be self, not only self-aware, but to be able to apply what, what God has taught us here, um, and in the Bible and how we can apply it to each of our, our lives and, and to help others because we're his disciples. So we're on um, Jeremiah 17, 7. Blessed is the man whose trust, who trusts in the Lord and whose trust is the Lord. For he will be like a, plant, a tree planted by the water that extends its roots by a stream and will not fear when the heat comes, but its leaves will be green and it will not be anxious in a year of drought nor cease to yield fruit. The heart is more deceitful than all else and is desperately sick. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind, 
even to give to each man according to his ways, according to the results of his deeds. Just eat. And that's what Jesus told us as well um, when it came down to the foods on, on clean versus unclean. Jesus says, in Matthew, I think, maybe Mark, I think it's Matthew. Jesus says, it's not what goes into the mouth, which defiles a man, but what comes out of the heart or into the mouth and stomach that defiles a man, but what comes out of the heart. If you have faith in the Lord, and I think that's the biggest thing um, after, you know, rep repentance and faith, or they, they are two very important things. I say things, but it's not, they're not really things, but they're two very important um, things to have with being a Christian. Um, and the more faith you have, the, the stronger your will will be, the stronger your discernment against others that are trying to cause you harm. And you could just see like with, with the media and everything else that's going on, we could see through the deceptions. And it's saying here, you know, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose trust is the Lord. For he'll be planted like a tree by the water. They're not, not fearful. Like Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious. Or be anxious for nothing. When we have that faith, we know. And some people call it blind faith. That's what they used to call it with me. It was a blind faith. It's not that it's blind faith. It's that that faith knows that Jesus is going to, I mean, look what he went through with uh, for us. So with the faith, you know, it's, that's helping to build a really solid foundation. In Pursuit posted a scripture here, um, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, Matthew 16, 18. The revelation of the son by the father is a rock in which he builds his assembly, his people. And I think it's it's either Hebrews one eleven or eleven one is um, now faith is the certainty of things unseen um, and proof. Oh gosh, I'm gonna pull it up because that's one of my favorites. I had it painted out there. See, I can't even though I have my favorites that have gotten me through many things. I still, you know, I can't have them memorized. There's some, but I mean, all of the scripture, everything that's in here is important. And so it's hard to have all of it down. Okay. It's Hebrews 11, one. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for the convictions of things not seen. That's one of my favorites because like air, you can't see faith. But it's, but it, you know, when you see people that have it, you can tell. Um, there's many people that I've seen that their faith just radiates, you know, outward. And it helps me. And it really helped me because I felt like a fool sometimes having what people would call blind faith. Um, but as I got more into the word and more into scripture and found G well, no, I didn't find them. God brought us all together, but God brought me to others that were, that were like-minded and I saw, okay, this isn't abnormal. I just hadn't found my tribe and now I found my tribe. Thank you, God. I appreciate you. I didn't find it. He found it. That's that fleshy thing, you know? where we, we take credit for things that God does, not us. I'm going to get back on to uh, finish 17, so that way we're not left in the middle of a chapter because I'll forget where we left off.
All right, 1711. As a partridge that hatches eggs, which has which it has not laid, so is he who makes a fortune but unjustly. In the midst of his days, it will forsake him, and in the end he will be a fool. A glorious throne on the high from the beginning is the place of our sanctuary. O Lord, the hope of Israel. All who forsake thee will be put to shame. Those who turn away. Those who turn away on earth will be written down because they have forsaken the fountain of the living water, the fountain of living water, even the Lord. Heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Save me and I will be saved for thou art my praise. Look, they keep saying to me, where is the word of the Lord? Let it come now. But as for me, I have not hurried away from being a shepherd after thee nor have I longed for the woeful day. Thou thyself knowest the utterance of my lips was in, thy, was in thy presence. Do not be a terror to me. Thou art my refuge in the day of disaster. Let those who persecute me be put to shame. But as for me, let me not be put to shame. Let them be dismayed, but let me not be dismayed. Bring on them a day of disaster and crush them with twofold destruction. Thus says the Lord, thus the Lord said to me, go and stand in the public gate through which the kings of Judah come in and go out as well as in all the gates of Jerusalem and say to them, listen to the word of the Lord, kings of Judah and all of Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem who come in through these gates. Thus says the Lord, take heed for yourselves and do not carry any load on the Sabbath day or bring in or bring anything in through the gates of Jerusalem. And you shall not bring a load out of your houses on the Sabbath day, nor do any work, but keep the Sabbath day holy as I had commanded your forefathers. Yet they did not listen. Oh, about skipped a page or inclined their ears, but stiffened their necks in order to not listen or take correction. But it will come about if you listen attentively to me, declares the Lord, to bring no load in through the gates of this city on the Sabbath day, but to keep the Sabbath day holy by doing no work on it. Then there will come in through the gates of the city, kings and princes sitting on the throne of David, riding in chariots and on horses. They and their princes, the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and this city will be inhabited forever. They will come in from the cities of Judah and from the environs of Jerusalem, from the land of Benjamin, from the lowland, from the hill country, and from the Negev, bringing burnt offerings, sacrifices, grain offerings, and incense and bringing sacrifices of thanksgiving to the house of the Lord. But if you do not listen to me to keep the Sabbath day holy by not carrying a load and coming in through the gates of Jerusalem on the Sabbath day, then I shall kindle a fire in its gates and it will devour the, pla the palaces of Jerusalem and not be quenched. Oh. Well, we still have 15 minutes, but we are going to, uh, I'm going to stop there and we're going to, um, resume the potter and the clay, which is Jeremiah 18 on Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Sorry, I had, to, I had a back fall. Sorry. Um, but we'll be back, uh, with chapter 18 on Jeremiah on Monday at 11 a.m. Tonight, I'll be back at 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Knickknacks. Scott is going to be on multiple times today. Um, he's got Bards of, or not Bards of, Embedded Knee at 4 p.m. And Brighty on at 5. Then at 9 and midnight is Bards FM and Fishers of Men. Conley's on at 8 with his show. Duncan's on at 10.30 with Kilted Christian. And it's MSM Liars Thursday, I believe. So, um, 
John should be on with him tonight, which is great. Douglas, yes. Sorry, brother Douglas. I am getting used to you being on, bro. Um, he is on also at 7. Me and him are on the same time. Well, I'll have to catch yours later. Um, I'll probably catch it in the morning. That's when I usually catch all of my, my podcast. Um, oh, he's Monday through Friday at 7. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to have to catch that. Thanks, Tim. Um, tonight on my show is a surprise for you guys. If I can get it all to work. And I say surprise because I am hoping that I can pull up multiple tabs and be able to get everything open and play. Yeah, I saw yours is uh, the county one. That's awesome that you're doing that. I've got to listen to him. Sent me the link, but it's been, I haven't had a chance to get to it. I still haven't caught up on all the Scots either. Um, but I, I like that you're doing that. That's awesome. And your county and state, all of our counties need it. So that is wonderful. I'm so excited, though, to see everybody do all the shows. Um, I'm going to mute for a second. I've got some music I'm going to play so I can get me something to drink. And uh, good morning, DJ Shaw. I'm glad to have you here, too, and have you live. Um, we're about to, we just finished up, actually. Um, we did Jeremiah, I think it was 15 to 17 today. Um, I had a lot of soapbox moments. Uh, but I'm going to pause now so that way I can take your prayer request. We're going to pray, and I may leave chat open for a minute today. I don't know. It just depends on how everybody's feeling. But I'm going um, to mute, give y'all some music for a second so I get some prayers. Hopefully it works. Y'all let me know if you hear the music.
guess we had any other prayer requests. I saw the one for Lorette's um, neighbor's mom. Anybody else got any other prayer requests y'all want to pray on? Oh, thank you, Emily. I'm glad you like I'm just glad it's playing. Like, I was too scared to even mess with much on there, so I, uh, I haven't got a chance to really mess with them, but that one was something that I figured is kind of like a, a good in-between, but still keep us going. You got it, Brookie. Um, is the WY for Wyoming? Ah, I thought so. I like that. That's cute. guys well we're gonna go ahead if you're not driving and it's safe to do so if you'll bow your heads and close your eyes we're gonna pray heavenly father thank you so much for allowing podbean to work today because it's not been and it's been a booger and i just i thank you for allowing us to be able to be here today and actually worship you and be able to to just discuss what it is to have faith and and to not be of the world and of the flesh but to be in your word so that way while we're here we can build up our treasures for in heaven father thank you for just giving us this time this space we're so blessed and thankful for it father god we thank you also for waking us up today for the ability to go out and tell others about how much you love us and how much Jesus, you know, you sent your son here for us who sacrificed himself and, and was a blameless man that took on all of our sin in order that we're free. And we're just, I'm just so thankful um, for the love of Jesus and your love that shines on us every day that get us through these these bad times, the storms, but also through the good. Father God, we know you're not our ATM. You're not just, we don't just come to you when we need something, but we come to you in all things, in all prayer, in all just giving you thanks and giving you the glory and, and just showing you our love through our deeds and our actions as well even though we do have to come to you in prayer for requests father we know that you hear those because you love us because you want to hear those prayers and, and i ask for prayers for brookie's daughter um who's having some some issues um with her eggs and and struggling she's going through a lot of stress and and for her granddaughter as well father we know that us women are, are emotional beings and and sometimes can allow just the smallest things um when other things are going wrong to just really set us off or off the right track so father we we pray for their protection their guidance the clarity um that you offer us freely father for Little Red Rocking Chair's neighbor's mom, who's in the hospital with an infection, Father, I just pray that all of those that lay hands on her, um, that they do it in a from a loving heart, that they do it with wisdom from you, and that they do it without malicious intent, that, that they ask you, Father, to give them the answers to help heal her. Father, we ask you to help heal her. Whatever this is that's, that's causing problems in her body, to just heal her. For, for little Red also, for her bath bothering her. Father, I just pray that, that you are, you know, with her as well. Because she is a wonderful sister and friend and, and child of you. And we just, we don't want her in pain either, Father. So please relieve her of that, that pain that she's going through um, for for Tam and 
for Emily, for DJ Shaw, for In Pursuit, for Brian, for Say What, for Sharbird, um, for Images in Bloom, for Rookie, um, and all of those that are going to be listening later for Ryan and his wife and his family. Father, I ask for prayers for them as well, that you just lift them up for Douglas as he's doing his podcast, Father. Just guide him with this as he steps out in faith and, and trying to bring um, wisdom and knowledge to his community, Father. Just be with him and, and and be with us all as we go through trying to be your disciples and and help others find and follow Jesus, but also do the right works for our brother Jeff, who's wanting to to do the right work. Father, be with him and his his beautiful, loving wife, and and with MSM Liars and with Jackie and our sister Jack Jack, and with Sarah and Father, just all of Bard's Nation with Dee and Mila. Father, I just pray that your loving arms are around them and echoes and. And just guide them, um, answer their prayers as they have them and need them. And just keep using us all, Father, to do your work, to glorify your name. Um, We're just uh, so blessed, Father, that you love us and that you gave us freely the ability to come to you, the ability to be able to accept Jesus as our Savior and repent and know that that's forgiven, that we are no longer bound by those chains, but we're free. And that's so beautiful, Father, as as many are are held bound down and bound by, by their own sins. Father, it's sad to see that they won't turn over their surrender to you and give you the glory but instead they continue with wicked ways and a wicked heart. Father, I pray for their repentance. And if if they are not going to repent, Father, harden their hearts and make them see. Because you are the only way. You are the light through this darkness. Without you, it's nothing but dark. Father Jesus, thank you for everything that you've given us. We're just so empowered and and grateful for the love that you show us and the determination that you put in us every day that no matter what happens through our faith, we know we can overcome because you stand with us. So therefore, no one can stand against us. Father, I thank you for Jesus and the blood on the cross. and, And in his mighty, wonderful, holy name, I pray. Amen. Sorry, guys. I, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Whew. That was a little emotional. Yeah, in pursuit of past tissues. I don't get the emojis like I normally do on the laptop like I do on my phone. But, uh, yeah, if I could pass the tissues, I would. There's just so much evil, guys. There's so much wickedness in this world. And and we see it, you know. I know you guys see it. We all see it. And it's sad because those souls, those people don't realize. And maybe they do realize. But we all feel something coming. I don't know what it is. I don't claim to know what it is. But we all feel a shift in energy. And I feel sad for any of those souls that um, aren't going to make the cut, you know? The ones that aren't going to repent. The ones that, that deny Jesus. And I feel even worse for the ones that know that he's real. That, that Jesus... You know, came as God came as Jesus in the flesh and and died for our sins. He overcame death and arose. And they they know that, or they say they do, but they still haven't changed, you know. My brother in law was one of them, and I'm gonna not call him out bad, but Brothers in the Bible on Saturday, I think it was, Jeff was talking about the word GD and 
and how others use it and how it's it's infuriating um and he had this one person that would say it and my brother-in-law did that multiple times when we were there and he has a good heart deep down but knowing that somebody that can sit there and just rattle off like machine gun kelly gd left and right and not even blink or flinch they have wickedness in them that's the only thing i can come to the conclusion of and i pray for them but i i i know it's not all lost because jesus and god has the final say so but it seems and appears lost uh i don't know um it just you know and you, we see those those types of people everywhere sadly you know it's not just him it could be a random whoever that i you know you see and you could tell um these people just don't have jesus in their heart they don't have the love it's It's hard to, to watch when you have compassion for others and you know that, well, I don't know for a fact, but Brent Holtz in here, so she was in the Bible study that uh, I was in when we were talking about Sheol with um, Steve and um, Jazzy and it was a great thing. And you know, Sheol is it's just, it's dark. It's complete darkness because God isn't there, God's light. And that's where Jesus went for hours. He endured hell for us. And to know that he did all that, but yet people just turn their backs, it cuts like a knife really bad, you know? But guys, um, that's enough on the soapbox and the tears. Um, I'm going to play some music, that song that I started with, for those that didn't get to hear it. It's Ann Wilson, Living Water. And yes, tomorrow we do, thank you, Tam, for both of those links. Um, Bended Knee Prayer for Scott is tomorrow on um, Podbean. If you'll get me your prayer request in for him to read, we'll all pray together because we're two or more gathered. There he is. So... If you guys will um, get me those prayer requests, you can send them to me on Telegram, via DM, or in Christ Followers. I love our Prayerful Fridays. Here's Ann Wilson, guys. Have a wonderful, blessed day. I love you guys. I'll see you tonight at 7. This goes out to every outcast, to the just don't quite fit in. Every wrong way, runaway rebel, so ashamed of where you've been. This goes out to every searcher, trying to fill that empty space. Well, your searching days are over now, everything's about to change. Come on down to the
Hear that sweet forgiveness song Come and join the Jesus people This is where you all belong